0: Hotel, welcome to today's episode of the Shy Reverberation Podcast with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch Network. I'm D-Nell Dizzle, Dzos, Don P, Don D, Don Really, your host for Supreme Confidence. Get your confidence together, get your clutch together, support your own American-born African with mass appeal. Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Search Confidence in the Clutch, confidenceintheclutch.powerbean.com, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Click the bell for notifications on new content when I drop. Follow, share, rate and review is important. Follow us on Instagram at k k Visit us on Facebook at Confidence in the Clutch. Coming up, talking about episode 604, Re-Up, what we know so far, moments of the show, reaction about episode 604, Re-Up, and next episode predictions. Like always, bring you quality content with strong opinions and facts. At Confidence in the Clutch, we are feared more than love and never hated, y'all. You know why the hate don't bother me. Come ride me for a minute. My confidence starts right now. Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch. Yo, what's going down? Welcome to episode 32, season six, episode 4604 of the Shy Reverberation Podcast. with Donald Nelson on the Confidence in the Clutch Network. Click the bell for notifications on new content when I drop, wherever you listen, on YouTube, when you watch. New media energy up, y'all. I want to thank y'all for joining me again. Um... For what we do over here at Conference in the Clutch, man. I appreciate all the followers. Appreciate all my people across the world. Appreciate them down south, man. I got to have you following down south, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Y'all ready? Let's roll. Um, what we know so far? Emin and Keisha, huh? Emin and Keisha have beefed over his involvement with Duda and seeping into their relationship. Cav has moved out and understands the struggle for independence. You think? Duda takes Emmett shopping to look the part of a boss. Marcus and Tierra are an item now. Shaw still wanting Tierra and is struggling to find a job. Rob gets a better deal from Duda than Q gave him. Trig's campaign ramped up with a viral moment of Smokies. Keisha earns a job at a school and Emmett buys Tiff a car and Jake is selling merch now and Papa likes a 19-year-old at work and Kevin Myesha kisses and Trig wins his councilman seat in a Duda kills a young boy in the lounge with Emmett present for chewing gum too motherfucking loud Tracy wants to have some growth time by herself but Duda shows up and things were the same episode 602 first day in Trig gets a surprise Jamal is out and in his office asking about Lene Emmett and Keisha hash out growing pains in their relationship Tiff gets introduced to Cairo a dealer and grower Dante's Connect questions her about why and hows of the business. Myesha gets approached to being an opening act at a show. Darnell talks to Emin about trusting Duda. Tiff and Rob talking about growing their business and getting away from Duda. Emin and uh, Emin and Duda go looking at a crib on the west side. Duda talks about expanding and opening the smokers on the west side. Stanley talks with Papa and Bakari about following the word. Papa questions him about doing the same. Papa and, and Kenya find out they're both PKs to start and start the bond. Trig vows to help black men with their mental health and asks the if she wants to see Jamal and she agrees. Cairo meets with Tiff and Rob and says he'll show them how to grow and run their own shit. M shows Keisha the house and she loves it. Wants to be on the paperwork and wants Doodle to know this is a loan. Kev shows up at Maisha's show and they talk about their situation shit. Rob asks his mom for 50000 to start up a business. She wants to know who killed her brother, his uncle. Then Rob asks for hundred K. Episode 603, Emmett leaves the apartment and Tiff stops by to talk about old times. Keisha's getting things together for the housewarming party. Papa comes to Kenya's assistance at Smokey's. Keisha and Em show growth from where their friends are. The housewarming scene is where new plots are unveiled, which led to mad more issues between two different parties. Em and Keisha, the stress of moving, a blended family, and Nuck and Keisha, Emmett and Duda, the gift of a gun, Keisha and Nina are moving too fast with them robbing Nuck, over who, over who killed Q. Keisha and Tiff over EJ calling RJ a bitch. M and Tiff over co-parenting. Darnell and Duda over the gun and the threat. Lene tells Bakari she doesn't want to be with a street nigga, but trust he would be careful in the streets. Trig asks Fatima to move in with him, and she says yes. Darnell takes the gun, and M doesn't know where it's at, y'all. That's where we at. Current episode, season six, episode four, re-up synopsis. Duda's life is complicated by ominous news from Rosalind. The strains of their busy lives wear on Emin and Keisha. Tiff and Rob make strides with their business. Papa introduces Kenya to the crew. Maisha questions Gemma's dedication. Where we at right now? Moments of the show. Open the scene. Duda is in the shower, smoking a cigar, catching some boss and getting him some. <laughs> then Rob's come in. The closing scene. Duda tells... Nuck at church. Handle it. Ending end credit song. I don't know. It was a church song. I'm going to say Yolanda Adams. I tried to search on my Google little thing, and it wouldn't let me get the song. So I'm going to say Yolanda Adams. I don't know. Favorite moment of the show. I have two. The focus group with the brothers. I love that. This is needed more. Uh, you know, safe spaces like that. Uh, where we can just talk. Everything doesn't have to be straight therapist. That's a for real, deep-rooted Issues you're dealing with in your past, that you need a therapist for to fix things from your past that's stopping your growth. You need a life coach to move you to the future. Especially with friends, this is needed more. You got a friend group of men that you can do this with, of uh, sisters you can do this with, it's all good. But, you know, black community is pray to Jesus and we don't talk about our issues and get them out. Second favorite moment of the show, Darnell telling Marcus at dinner, spoken like a true pimp. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> That's the way it came in, doing the show, man. It was nice. It was nice. All right. Unbelievable moment of the show. Keisha wants M to cut ties with Doodle Book of Plans About needing Nanny and Mays. GTFOH. i I'm telling y'all, writers, please stop. I know it's over and done, but you are making Keisha just, ugh. I can't do it with Keisha, man. I really can't. I really can't. All right. It's about that time. Get into our reaction review takeaways from 604 just you know what i'm saying during the scenes and shit what i got i'm rerunning the first song y'all hear that in the intro anytime you hit me on youtube so for my podcast listeners this is the first time you hear this, this conference in the clutch Productions, baby we in the lab let's get it all right Dude was catching some boss in the steam room. That was dope. It's always dope. To to Got the steam room. It was in the shower, the steam room, all that shit. Uh smoking his cigar. Man, I wish I had a seat in my damn shower where I could catch some boss shit. <laughs> For real. Straight up. Straight up. Yo, he told her, weed does weed clouds your mind, and it does. I made a whole bunch of bad decisions when I used to smoke weed when I was younger. Man. Especially going to the mall, buying all types of shit. 420 holiday so it seemed like this is a weed infused episode and then dude, dude I said fuck got that shit then and Ra showed up saying she needs to talk and the lady name is Bianca alright we get to the crib him was at the crib cooking with Vic and Shaw out there he making weed uh, wings and shit he looking for his strap Shaw told him to hit the kill and chill out you know, shot is talking about life and how he wishes things were different. Him talks about how shit looks good for him, but it's stressful as hell. And trig talks the therapist route or credit safe space, but for the man to talk, this is what he talked to Fatima about, about things that he might want to do in his, uh, councilmanship. He said, "Yo, we got to be protectors, but who in the hell is going to protect us? That's a trick quotable, baby quotable. Roz lets Duda know that Q was working with the feds. Damn. Remember I told y'all I think Jamal working for the feds, but Q working for the feds. Q did just pop up. They don't have enough on the mob, though. That's what she tells him. But Duda killed him, so he has to be alert. Roz tells him to chill with killing niggas for chewing gum too loud, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, shit. I like Roz, man. I forgot. I thought Roz took over the mayor shit when... Uh when Duda left but I guess not I don't, I'm, I'm trying to understand with her she coming in right now her piece in it we got to see where, where she, we got to see how how much more important her shit is in this in this uh, season so we get to Tiff having mad gummies on the table for purchase contacting different people Darnell and Jaina hitting the weed pipe you know what I'm saying he asking for just some regular weed Dre is rolling up Nina wants to know about some type of gummies Fatima wants tincture and shit to put in drinks and shit What I take for back pain, but I don't do the shit to get you high. Bakari is hitting the bong with Nuck. Back to Rob and Tiff. They smoking, talking about getting everything set up to run their own thing, man. It's the weed episode. Chop Shop, Duda shows up. Shad is there fixing some cars and shit. And then, you know what I'm saying? My thing is, when did he get employed there? But right then and there, Duda tells him it's more where that comes from. And then Duda look at Bakari sideways just off the whole shit with... Stanley. So, Nuck, let's do the no. The gun client never showed up. Nuck asked Bakari if he knows anyone that can hold the guns down, and Bakari trying to show his uh, worth to the organization. He's like, man, I got this shit. Don't worry about it. I'm going to get it taken care of. We see Dre, who sees the old flame Monica at Rock. I said, uh-oh, these are problems, because the way Dre was looking at it, he wasn't like, who, why this bitch here? She's looking at it like, this bitch is here. You know what I mean? It's different. Different, different like a motherfucker. Marcus tells Gemma you running out of money, player. <laughs> pimp, you running out of money, pimp, with this manager shit. Remember, you can you got to college, whatever. Otherwise, your ass going to college. If you're going to make it with this shit, I'm cool with it. But you ain't making enough money, player. So she doesn't want to go to college. She believes it's a scam. And he said, quote, I'd rather be scammed than a daughter walking around with no money and no degree quotable Marcus no motherfucking doubt we don't want our kids to be taking all these damn risks and all that shit go get this education and have something to fall back on that's what you get an education for you get the education that have something to fall back on it ain't to just get you knocked out the park home run paid you know what I mean hopefully this could be a revenue stream to get you to what you need to do to get you paid you know what I mean do something that a whole bunch of motherfuckers do and do it well you feel me look at that and and shit um haha fatima is at something with her people i don't know where the fuck they are but they're at something and her friends are challenging her life well i thought they were their friends and they judgmental about trig and fatima's relationship and thought fatima wanted to start a family and all this shit and and i'm like okay well we know the situation So, surrogacy is expensive and adoption they can do either or but we get into it this is their mother and aunt And if I'm looking right, they're all transgender, so that's very interesting. That's a very interesting, yeah. You know I mean, like you you uh, you can figure it the fuck out. Hmm. Monica gets approached by Monica. Well, Monica gets approached. Uh Dre gets approached by Monica. Can you get some coffee? No, uh uh-uh, uh 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 nope no 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 they bitter with each other going back and forth talking this shit. Is Dre's ex fiance, that's when we find that out they still have a connection though because the way that toxicity go that's a connection so she was coming at Dre hard like you know what I'm saying she like Dre like oh should you marry she's like yeah I'm married now woo 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 (laughs) and then Dre I thought you had a type oh the picture yeah I got grandkids and shit nigga that ain't your type (laughs) damn you trying to say about Nina shit motherfucker don't talk shit about my Nina (laughs) now you know what I'm saying don't try to shit on my Nina now motherfuckers so no coffee, it is Drake. Get your ass up out of there. You know what's going on. To resist temptation, Stephen A said it on this podcast yesterday. To resist temptation, you have to stay the fuck away from it, absolutely fucking loosely. If you don't want to be tempted by the shit that's going on, stay your ass away from whatever the fuck it is. So if it's the drink, the alcohol, the cupcakes, the the, the, the soda, whatever it is, stay your ass. The women and for the women, the man, stay your ass away. <laughs> from the temptation. Keisha's mad, washing dishes and shit, listening to some self-help shit. I'm telling y'all, taking notes is dope because I listen to things and take notes as well. The kids break some shit. EJ asks her and she cuss. Fuck. EJ asks her, I thought you said no cussing. So she gonna be getting challenged by little EJ, folks. Little EJ ain't playing with her. You know what I mean? And she just looked at him and shit. So M comes home and she wants to fly right out the door and shit talking about how they need a nanny and a Mary Like, huh? A man, nanny and a maid? Damn. Nigga, you work a K-5 education job. I mean, what you mean a nanny, a nanny and a maid? We don't see the other two boys over there. We only see the two boys. We only see EJ and RJ. We don't see that. So stop that shit, Keisha. Freeze that shit. You don't want to be a stepmama. Everything a player came with, you knew that when you got with them. So if you tried it and it don't work, just bow our gracefully because, you know, M tells her, I mean, this ain't the Fresh Prince of uh, of Chicago and shit like that. Uh, I don't need no more expensive. I don't need no more help from I because the shit he giving, I don't want that shit. And I can't really talk to you about it. You can't talk. You can't never say nothing and all that shit. And he's doing the best he can. She says his best could be better. Hold up. I'm not saying nothing. I work in the field of education. This motherfucker owns a business. So if he's able to do, buy his baby mama a car, buy you the house, he got assistance from the dope dealing cat, and you tripping? Talking about he can do better? I right, Keisha. Uh, they're changing her character into arc into antagonist, and I don't like it. I really don't, because I don't like her. I really don't like her now, how they changing that. But I guess they got to have somebody to hate on that motherfucker. Because everybody knows we ride we ride with him. Em made his mistakes. He grew up matured. He married Tiff. He did a whole bunch of shit, man. Uh, Smokies, when he's working there, he's trying to do the right thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, Em's doing the right thing, man. He's trying to, you know, man, nah, I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. So then we get to Maisha in the studio. Jimmy gets constructive criticism from some engineers and their producers. And like, okay, we're going to start this shit from the top. He's like, shit, your time is up. You need about another G for another uh, a thousand an hour. Whew. That's why if I stayed with my significant other, I would be taking my ass back to a technical college to get my engineering shit because it'll help me with all of this I'm doing now. The recording aspect of it. Yes, there's YouTube videos for this shit, but I want the teaching. I must I love the teaching. I love being in school and shit like that. So I want that shit so I really, really, really know everything instead of just hanging around the studio and shit. But however you got to get it, you got to get it, right? But I just want all the shit to make this shit better, to make this shit sound better. You know what I mean? The audio engineering shit, as long as I can hear, I can do that shit for the rest of my life. But if they're a $1,000 to rent out of space, how much is that going to the to to the engineers, right? That's the question I want to know because I could be that motherfucker. Restart it, okay, click. I'll turn this up, okay. All right, okay, you know what I mean? You do the work, get it done. So they think they think they think Maisha's alright, but they don't think she she's real. She's all right, but she's not real, right? So Gemma's coming at Myisha like she's the talent and shit, like she's the important one. Gemma hanging on the success of Maisha, so she ain't gotta go to college. This shit is some bullshit. She doesn't care about. Making it Maisha like that. She doing her thing. This is a, her hobby and shit like that. Yeah, she need another song like a motherfucker, though. But you ask a nigga that got a hot song, trying to make a hot album. She like, I can go to college. That's always been my dream. So it's a conflict like a motherfucker between both of them. Maisha checked her ass. Good for Maisha. So Papa and Kenya bowling. And Papa comes behind her to help her score a strike. And Nita Baker come on. He talking about our requesting and shit. Now Kenya's the character. Got her little dance and shit like that and doing her thing. They kiss. No, I told y'all. I told y'all. Don't do this shit. Don't do this shit. Why, when we are in control of shit, we write the shit. We 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 shoot the shit. We uh acting the shit. Why we got to do the wrong thing? If she's nineteen and he's seventeen, we are promoting this this shit. We we got to stop calling it the R. Kelly shit. It's called statutory rape, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? We can't be promoting statutory rape, G. Stop that shit. I told y'all don't do that shit. I told y'all. Fuck, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And y'all did the shit, man. That shit pissed me off, man. Damn. Man, that shit made me mad. Did it make y'all mad? Let me know in the comments, man. And it is that bad. Because we doing this shit. It's our show. Vic is in the office. Rye shows up, let him know Q was an FBI informant and shit. Let Vic know he's an accomplice to the murder. You know what I mean? Advise him, you stay the fuck quiet, nigga. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man. This clown ass nigga was talking about all the details in the office, though. Clown fool, why is you doing that in the office? You know your cameras, you know your phone is bugged with cameras and mics. Clown ass nigga, you know, we got to go outside. Clown ass nigga. Cairo takes Robin Tiff to his weed farm, shows them, shows them everything and how this shit gets done and, and how it's gonna go and this is what you need and all that shit. He taught everybody that grow their own reed. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about how people think seeds equal low quality, but when the plants get, you know what I mean, cross-pollinated and all this shit. This will happen when you get the seeds and the nursery. You gotta have a nursery separate from the grow room and all that, all that, all that, all that, all that, all that. That shit was dope. You know what I mean? It is what it is. This shit make me want to grip a mic holding this motherfucker time Feel me? Like a, one of them mics with the... It's an invoice mic, though. But you know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do. Uh, I'm Sorry if y'all hear that shit in the background. That's me getting on the desk and shit. Let me scoot up a little bit in this bitch, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So the young crew is all booed up and shit everywhere, right? They all booed up and shit, playing charade or some shit at Cav's spot. Myisha and Kev sit separately and shit. They talking about cheating Kev high-ass. Yeah. Tell my Aisha, I'll never cheat on you. Everybody look at dog, like, what you talking about, fool? Papa tells Kev not to hand Kenya the vape pen and calls her his girl. So she tells him, I'm not your girl. She tried to open the window. They down there like, you a lame bitch. Why are you over here with us? Her? She's like, I don't want to go home smelling like weed. I'm grown, though. You might, when I get grown, I can do what I want all that, all that stupid shit, right? So my Aisha tells Jimmy, no, motherfucker, you need to be more focused. Kenya Focus on what the fuck she got to do. So then... uh you know what I'm saying Bakari wanted, like oh that's where I started dub oh yeah I sell this shit woo woo and Bakari ain't got no paper like that he like man my shit is cause he trying to save to get out of uh, Stanley Crib excuse me so Gemma like $50 Bakari's like $25 Gemma, like 35 like okay we straight so Papa <laughs> you know what I'm saying and so you know what I mean this was Maisha was like yo you tripping fam you need to be doing that shit with our shit but Papa's acting way more mature with Kenya he like no Oh, uh, no. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. He's trying to say, I got me an older woman. I ain't with you clown-ass niggas with this bullshit, man. Nuck comes in with mad money thinking about talking in Stanley's office, talking about do the offering and shit, right? Mad dough on the table. Stanley refuses, like, to hold the money, wash the money or whatever. You know what I'm saying? They need to wash the money in the church. Stanley was with it. You know what I'm saying? And Nuck pulled out the strap on his side. Like, motherfucker, what you mean, though? No. <laughs> so... Man, just crazy, man. This ain't going to end well for Stanley-ass, man. M takes the boys to rock with him. Darnell tells him right about the company you keep and shit. And you know what I'm saying? Your kids cannot be dumped on you. He's talking about, yeah, Keisha dumped the kids on me. Like, no, motherfucker. You can't get your kids dumped on you. Uh, you can't watch your own kids type shit, motherfucker. Like, you got to figure it out. Darnell tells Em he needs to be mindful of the company he keeps and shit and with the gun and shit. He has no business having it, and if you need a gun, I'll get it back to you when you need it. Until then, I'm keeping the motherfucker. So Vic has all the men there to talk. He got Jamal. He got Em. He got Shot, He got Marcus. He got Darnell, and Quincy is chief of staff, and he wants to find out how they all can support each other. This is a dope-ass concept. I believe in it. Vic feels isolated since he reached his goal. I can see that because he got people that won't shit from him. Of course, now you got Roz coming in. You got the shit with everybody else always needing something from him because he's a pop- politician. All they want is mad shit From the politician What are they giving though Marcus talks about Dating someone And Jim is unhappy about it And the woman Brought him back to life Like pre being A single father and shit So he wants to make sure They both can share love He can share they Both can share love From him You know what I'm saying My woman wouldn't be Pressing me about The shit my daughter needs You know what I mean Like She the wrong woman for me Then you know My daughter is first Over your ass You know what I'm saying You come in and fit in And we'll be fine You know know what I mean I can't fuck with a needy ass woman That shit wouldn't work for me But And then you got your daughter Who like Nah motherfucker That's my daddy Like I don't need We don't need you over here So you gotta check her ass too About that shit Like you know Your daddy gonna have a woman So you gotta chill As long as she ain't no bird You gonna have to chill baby You know what I'm talking about (laughs) Ha ha The problem be When the fake women Come in your life and shit that's worse than that. That shit right there. I rather have that problem than the fake women that come in and, and then turn their back on you and your kids. Been through that shit. That shit ain't fire. That shit ain't fire. M talks about how Keisha and Tiff can be best friends. They can figure it out. Dope. The man opened up. M and Darnell talk about their situation. Everyone talks about being a strong black man. How can I be something that I didn't see? M. Quotable we seen a lot of strong black men in our community, though. We got to tap back into that. But M grew up in a different time than I did in the 80s and shit, 90s. I saw that. But M younger than me, so he didn't see that. I saw that. We had all that in the hood. M talks about the judgment he has, and he wishes it stops like, motherfucker, yeah, they think he'll fuck up all the time. M been winning. M been winning. Shia talks about how bugged it is to hear all the problems they got. He can't get a job, can't smoke weed in his woman's house, and he lusting after a woman he can't have. Like real, now them real, them real ass issues. But Shah can't come in complaining, talking shit about other people's issues, nigga. You better listen. Like your shit ain't ain't ain't, ain't harder than the other brothers. You know what I mean? It's 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 situational. And that's what he gotta understand. Um, Jamal comes in and knows Lene is disappointed in him and he cannot go back to jail. And Darnell just said, man, we all gotta stay away as easy as it is. From the company we keep. Double back to Emmett nigga. The company you keep fam. You hear this shit? You hear this shit? You gotta chill. That was a dope ass scene. I love that scene. That was my favorite scene of the show. Tiff and Keisha smoke. Tiff tells Keisha they're trying to get their own operation and cut ties with Duda. Keisha agrees. And I said hold the fuck up Keisha. You giving him all this shit knowing he's getting this shit from Duda. You know what I mean? All the shit he getting to do. But they got that Keisha dip over there again. Whatever that cheese dip is. That shit must be good. Because they had that shit two apps in a row. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? For real. And Tiff tells her, don't be afraid to check his ass. Tiff, shut up. And they told Keisha, you need to quit your job and sell this cheese dip. Where's she going to sell it at, Smokies? No. Jake and Gemma see a rapper on social media in one of his shirts. Now, the rapper was saying some misogynistic shit, according to Gemma. I couldn't really understand this shit, what he was saying. And she was And Jake was like Shit misogynistic lyrics Is what sell I'm telling you The most disrespectful shit You see women rapping that shit I had to lick my ass And suck my balls Bitch You know what I'm saying Women be saying all that Like damn You know You know You're talking about you But okay So Jimmy asks Jake How they gonna make it If this is what sells He says shit You better switch your shit up Or fail motherfucker." shit And that's all That's all That's all Like this pile right here On YouTube I gotta do YouTube shorts Nigga like You know what I mean YouTube shorts about whatever, like my favorite episode from the shy, my favorite uh part of the show and shit. I gotta do that. I gotta make it a short. And Sandy's doing the same thing over and over again and respect and expecting different results. So, you know what I mean? You want to grow, you gotta you gotta glow, nigga. Shit. Um shot and deja go to Jada and Darnell's for dinner. I could have swore this shit was gonna go quicker this, today, and it's not. Shit, motherfucker. Um, Marcus and Tierra shows up. Tierra talking about I'm a vegetarian, she knows how to move. Shad is a hater (laughs) Deja is as well Darnell says he never sees Marcus with a woman and Marcus says he like to live his shit private and do what he do on the the, the low Darnell says spoken like a true pimp quotable Shad's ass steps up and defends Tierra when Deja asks her what she does Deja was at her ass too uh Deja she's a rich bitch like you are as far as y'all got money that's what women, I'm a wretched bitch, I'm a wretch bitch. So, Or she's a city girl, motherfucker, that's what she do. So Darnell gets Shy out an idea on some Mary Mae handyman shit. Talking about shit, we make like $300 a day and it's a start. He's like, nigga, we can put it on to go do the shit and be a handyman. Like on call for motherfuckers. Like Mary Mades. Hey, you gotta start shit somewhere, Shy. So, dude I was talking about uh, with the noon lady, talking about passing shit down to someone. And you see the young boy they got that still in the car, like, wet behind the ears. And he talking about Nucky loyal, but he not ruthless enough. And then we see shy walk in, right? Moth to a flame. say on the table. Duda pour him a drink and shit. Like, Duda want Shia to hide the guns for a fee. shy like, has nowhere to hide the motherfucking guns. <laughs> he don't stay where he can hide them at. So he's out. Bakari is hell-bent on finding someone to hide the guns, so... You know what I'm saying? Nuck, like, I could talk to him. Like, Kyro, like, no, I got this shit. We see Tiff. We see Rob. We see Cairo is in Vic's office after that. They want to cut ties with... Oh, shit. That motherfucking ant is just crawling everywhere, <laughs> motherfucker. They want to cut ties with Duda. Vic can't help them. He just got into the office. So the bureaucracy of growing weed in neighborhoods as well. Talking about motherfuckers. It's going to take like six months, dog, to try to get this shit passed for y'all. Rob stays after Tiff walks out and shit. And uh, wants to talk to Vic alone, but Quincy gets on some motherfucker. Uh, just cuz I ain't here don't mean you're gonna get your weak ass shit signed. Like, damn, nigga, you can't talk to me like that, nigga. You can't talk to me like that, cuz. Who the fuck is you talking to? So Rob checks his ass and Rob asks Vic if he liked his Uncle Q. Remember, Nuck told Rob that Tracy told Vic about some money he owed and all this shit, and try to blame that shit on dog. So Tiff talks to Cairo about not waiting. You know what I'm saying? And Kyra her no, it's a risk without that permit, baby. You can do it, but you got to talk to your man first. So, you know, Fatima moved in to Vic Crib. So she at the crib. And Jake is selling merch out of the house. Plenty of motherfuckers there just hanging out. Like, I don't understand that shit, Jake. That's bad business, but... A child walks in, talking about... <laughs> shit. That shit ain't funny. This went from a trap house to a tranny house. Young boy. Quotable. Damn. So awkward-ass scene any motherfucking ways... Too many motherfuckers in there and you got grown-ass niggas sitting in the table amongst the chaos of kids. I just don't understand that shit, but Jake came out like, what's going on? And Fatima, like, he's disrespectful as hell, Jake. Jake grabbed that nigga and put him out like, nigga, you can't respect who in my house, motherfucker. I don't want your business. I don't know that. He like, that ain't my friend. That's a customer, nigga, and all that shit. He grabbed a nigga up out of his crib. Jake showed him proved and came back in and said, anybody got a motherfucking problem with web up in this bitch? Y'all can leave. I don't need y'all business. Nuck drops off money. To M the Ho, Shout out to Jake. So my thing is, what's the big deal, M? Put it in a fucking safe. When you're a business owner, when you're a homeowner, you need a safe anyway for fucking documents. I got multiple safes here. You need to save for documents, valuables, money, guns. You know what I mean? Get you one M. Get you one M. That's it, dog. It ain't even got to be that, that much of a problem. Final scene: Duda and Knuckers in church with Stanley preaching straight to Duda about we got to get this lion out this motherfucking prairie because he's playing on us and it's going to be a problem. Dude tells Nuck to take care of him, take care of him, and walk out to church. So Stanley has made a choice. He might lose his life over not taking that little bit of paper, man. I don't know what the fuck is up, but Stanley on his, on his religion shit. We're going to see if they let Stanley get killed, though. All right, what I predicted. Dude was in a sauna steam room and a woman says 420 gonna come around once a year get into the spirit dude hit that shit, whatever. Bosses can't use drugs. He took the one little shotgun or whatever, right? Cairo is with Tiff and Rob and tells them they'll be taking a risk. The risk was starting their business without a permit. Then we see a splice scene where Rob and Tiff go to Cairo's hydro farm. Yes. Tiff says she'd rather take a risk and working for a killer. Yep, talking about a uh, working for Duda Keisha tells him they need a nanny and EJ looking on she, she's a problem Em creating a problem with this rich bitch shit that gotta he gotta separate from her sooner than later they're making her an evil person on the show Stanley asks what would you do if a lion proud of your village Nuck is in the office with money that's splicing. splice team we know Nuck tried to give him the money Stanley said no he'll take his chances and all that shit so we know what's gonna happen with that Duda walk, walks by Roz in the crib uh, Duda Duda throw shot some money and he cause he helped him out one day at the shop um and Nut gives him a bag with guns we thought it was him a bag that was shot. Nut gave him the bag with the money so that's what it is next episode predictions watching the trailer Papa asked Kenya to go to Prime with him no she's an adult gee she can't go M buys Kev a suit for Prime and he was talking about some shit like no these gaming people that I'm working with going to buy the suit. You ain't even got to hold me down. Keisha tells him I'm not sitting at home while he's out here living his best life. Bye, bitch. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, for real. We are done with her. We are done with her. Sorry, they're making her very indigestible to like. We loved Keisha, man. No, they need to stop. Bakari takes the guns the shots and gives them dough. He better not do it. He better not do a shot. We see the prime send off and prime the kids kicking it and Bakari get pulled over Was it before you took the guns, the shots, or after, man? All right, y'all. We about this bitch. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I did a better job today. (laughs) Not with all that damn extra, extra, extra breaking this shit down, fam. You know what I mean? As always, let me know in the comments. Thank y'all. I uh, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for supporting me, man. And we coming back next week. We halfway through the season. We see everything that's going on. It's some shit. It's going to be some bloodshed. I can see one of these characters dying with the first part of this season, and then I can see them down there possibly ending this, and this being the final season of The shy with the last eight episodes after the writer and actor strike. (sighs) But I could see them saying, fuck, we're going seven seasons, and that'll be the final season. But I could think a motherfucker need to know it's the final season. Don't just cancel the shit. So I would love to see it that way. But to double up 16 episodes for this season is kind of alarming to me, so we got to wait and see. But halfway through, let me know what y'all think, man. I think it's going the right way. Um I think it's enough storylines and beefs that you can have the happy side and the dark side. We finna get into some dark shit because Duda ain't playing. And um we got to see how much information Q gave to the feds about the shit. And we got to see how all this shit can get rico If I make one thing, it's Rico shit. Because Duda got his hands in so much shit. And if it does get to that point where somebody slipped the fuck up and get caught up, like Bakari could be getting caught up. Um the Rico gonna involve Trig, Duda, shit, uh Rob, motherfucking M, everybody, you know what I mean? And that whole everybody go down. So you know what y'all think about that statement in the comments, man. Just conference together, get your clutch together, support your own, right? Listen to and follow the network on various platforms. Search Conference in the Clutch, conferenceintheclutch.podbean.com, wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on YouTube. Click the bell for notification on new content when I drop. Follow, share, rate, and review is important. Follow, follow us on X and Instagram at K and k Visit us on Facebook at Conference in the Clutch. Weekly, Donald Nelson, d Nell, Dizzle, D-Z, 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 Don P, Don D, Don Rilla, host the Shy Reverberation Podcast, the Conference in the Clutch Podcast about the hit TV series, the Shy Have a safe and healthy night. If you're listening during the daytime, create a great day on purpose, y'all. Be safe out here in these streets, man. Peace. Three, two, one. Confidence on three, in the clutch on six. One, two, three. Confidence. Four, five, six. In the clutch. Confidence in the clutch.